Welcome to the Tossing Clubs Podcast. Next on the tee, your hosts, Frank Jang, Zach Moses, and Aaron Tan. Yo, what is up, everyone? This is another week of Tossing Clubs. I'm Frank. I'm joined by Zach and Aaron. Guys, really excited this week. We got a bunch of news in the equipment room. So, you know, drivers, I think everyone wants a sweet new driver. Zach, you got one last year. Did you feel like it was worth it? Definitely. I got the TaylorMade Stealth. Ball flies far, super fast, super forgiving. Uh, I mean, I definitely fell into the marketing a little bit, but yeah, it was nice having a new driver. It's always exciting having a new club in the bag and getting to hit it. No dents in the face. No dents in the face. But apparently that's a thing for stealth. It is. It is. And we'll get to that. But Aaron, I want to ask you, so from what Zach has said, has that marketing convinced you that you need a new driver? Dude, I want. I need a new driver. That was one of my goals for last year. But looking at the marketing for this year, I just have to get it off my chest. Like, it is, it is questionable. We have Ping is using the word spinsistency. Okay, Stealth is using forgiveness. Like, okay, what is that? Callaway is using paradigm with a Y. I guess that's all right. And Cobra is using PWR for power. They have like. Power bridge technology, PW, I don't know. Something about the marketing seems like really tacky to me. So that made me less excited. But I'm super excited for this episode where we dive into all the different drivers and, and uh, see what's out there. I feel like these drivers are kind of like the iPhones where every year there's like these little incremental changes that year to year probably aren't that exciting and that's why i have to use all those fancy terms to make it sound more exciting than they actually are but if you don't buy a new driver every year if you buy it every like four five six years then you actually see some changes it'll i mean i had the old nike covert like that red driver then i got the stealth way different but there's like 15 years of technology in between so tell, tell us how different though did you feel like you were gaining 15 yards um i don't have the numbers to back it up but yeah definitely felt like i was gaining like five to eight yards felt a little bit quicker i think a lot of it was confidence though and i think that's what a lot of the marketing is it's giving you the consumer some confidence to one buy the golf club but two once you get out there it's like you look at it it looks really cool you want to hit it you want to hit swing it fast and then you might hit the golf ball well uh if something fancy and shiny is right in front of you so I mean, like everyone kind of knows the marketing's happening, but at the same time, don't you want that new like Titleist driver? Doesn't it look super sick? Like, I mean, you're probably gonna buy it, right? <laughs> Even though that you know what they're doing to you. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not the extra five or eight yards that's gonna break my score if I hit it at the same spot, right? But damn, it looks nice. And a lot of the drivers this year look really nice. So there's seven of them. So there's a new one from Callaway, TaylorMade, Tylist, Cobra, Strixon, Mizuno, and Ping. So a big year for drivers. Uh, maybe for some companies, not as ev- like revolutionary because last year we had the Stealth, right? With the carbon 
fiber face and the carbon crown and you know this year the self too it's like it's like the same thing but we'll get to that uh <laughs> i mean where should we where should we start first we should start with uh let's say let's say strixon all right let's we're gonna go down these brand and their drivers one by one and we're gonna make some comparisons with them and different car companies uh and so this is sort of akin to what we did with brands golf brands and uh car uh, sorry, tech companies. So we, uh, we hope everyone enjoys this little segment. So to start I'll off, just add real quickly, we have not hit any of these drivers yet. We don't have the luxury of being sent tester drivers to uh, play with ahead of time. So we are definitely making a lot of these opinions and thoughts based on our own like research online, watching videos, paying attention to marketing, trying to make an educated choice on like drivers. But we also recommend going out and testing them yeah. yourself. Okay, so let's start off with actually let's start off with Cobra. All right, Aaron, what do you think about Cobra? What car company? What car brand do you think really is relevant to them? Cobra, I feel like leans hard on the marketing, the Bryson, the uh, you know, Ricky. It's Ricky. It, is Ricky still with Cobra? He might. The uh, Kyle Berkshire is the long drive champion. Kyle Berkshire, like they're like leaning hard into this distance they're but they're still not i feel like they're not widely played um i don't run into them a whole lot out there um but so i feel like they are like kia kia is a you know it's not a honda but it's the official car of the nba they're they lean hard on their specific marketing to be the official car of the NBA, so you should go buy one. Same thing with Cobra. We are the, you know, distance, Bryson, Kyle Berkshire. If you want distance, you buy Cobra, and that's it. So, Cobra, Kia. I think that's pretty good. Zach, you have any opinions on that? This Aerojet driver that they're launching this year, it's like $550, which is kind of expensive. Maybe not as expensive as every other driver coming out this year. But, I mean, yeah, like Aaron said, they're all about speed. And this year it's about aerodynamics. And that's like their big word. And it's going to increase clubhead speed. And then they're going to throw Bryson and Kyle Berkshire in your face. And they're not going to care about forgiveness. And you're going to try to hit the ball as far as you can. And, um, yeah, it's kind of just like flashy, a bit of flashy marketing. Uh, the product seems kind of meh to me. Really? Okay. That's one other thing I should have added is the... The price point, I feel like Cobra always is just like one step below, like the TaylorMade, the Callaways, and same with Kia. Kia is always like just one step below in terms of price point. So, okay, tell me what you think about the aesthetic of this driver. Do you like the blue and white and black color scheme? No, it looked kind of messy to me. I don't know. I didn't like. And then the top is uh, it's got that kind of like shiny textured look to it. Yeah, the glossy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a fan of glossy drivers. I prefer matte, but I wasn't a huge fan of the Cobra. Yeah, it it looks. Yeah, it looks. Uh, it's not streamlined. It's not. It's not as clean looking as the Stealth, for example. Um, but before we get into the Stealth, let's talk about Strixon. All right, what do you guys have for Strixon, and what car company does Strixon remind you of? Um, I can go first, actually. Okay, Strixon for me, they're a great brand, all right? 
They're underrated. They have great players. Hideki. Hideki. And a lot of LPGA players and Hideki. All right? So, I think, you know, they're a brand that, you know, in terms of price is below, like, the TaylorMades and the Tylos and such. But they're a great bang for your buck. So, I think they're like a Honda to me, right? They're reliable. They are simple. You know, some of these brands, they have, like, three different, five different drivers. Strixon? Oh, actually, they have a ZX-5 and ZX-7. Now, if you tell me why there's two different drivers for ZX-5 and ZX-7, uh, well, I mean, Strixon's a simple company, right? It's sort of like their irons, ZX-5, ZX-7. And so it's sort of nice to know that, oh, like the ZX-5 is for people who play the ZX-5, maybe like a higher handicapper. And ZX-7s are more for the gamers. So I think that Strixon's, and this is by no means because they're Japanese companies, it's just so happened coincidentally that they're both Japanese companies. I just think the name is kind of hard to remember. Like these ZX lines, like it's not a standout name, like a stealth or like a paradigm or some of the other big names. And I think you get a little bit lost in just like those letters and numbers. And um, I don't know, for me, the the new Strixon drivers, they look solid. Like they look like it's improved performance and like a high quality, like reliable club, but it's just like not that sexy. And I think that's probably why, like, I don't really know how this company makes a ton of money. Maybe it's overseas, but I don't think people's first thought is like, oh, I want to go buy a Strixon driver. Yeah, the the name Strixon is already a mouthful when you go Strixon ZX5 LS MK2. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right, next up, let's do Ping. All right, Ping. Actually, fun fact: uh, even though they don't do a lot of advertisement, they're up with the big three, meaning Callaway, TaylorMade, and Tylus, with the market, the number of drivers that they have on tour. Um, so according to what you know, this she in front of me, you know, Tylus is number one with 33 players playing their driver, but Ping is number four with 26. And after Ping at number four is Strixon with five. So it's a pretty steep fall off from uh, number four. So, I mean, Ping, I think it's a sort of an underrated brand, don't you think, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a really consistent brand. I mean, it's one of the like. OG brands I think when I think of like classic golf but and it's always been there yeah I really like these uh these ping drivers these g430s like 550 bucks matte black with some yellow kind of reminds me of those old school like Nike Sasquatch drivers but probably a way better driver looks I mean yeah when I think of ping and and this driver I kind of think of like a reliable very solid club kind of like a Lexus like not super in your face but like a nice club that's a, a, a solid one yeah super reliable uh I, I feel like you know how aaron said there's not a lot of people that you see or i don't know if it was you Zach, that said there's not a lot of people that have strix on drivers dude but i actually see a lot of people with ping drivers i feel like i see them on the course like everyone like you know older folks younger folks it seems like they're really popular yeah, Ping's like very OG. They've been around forever. They've been crushing it for a long time. They make a, like just really good stuff. And I think a lot of gamers like they like to game their clubs. And- yeah, Ping, like for me, Ping 
I like I know it's always there. I know it's a solid brand, but like something about the way the clubs look never fit my eye when I'm addressing the ball. So I've never actually gamed a ping club, which is interesting. I don't know something about the looks for me. Just I, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the top of the driver head? Because it has like some raised surfaces, which looks a lot different from every other company basically yeah it's it's interesting i i don't like it just looking at it now i i definitely want to like address a ball um you know when i'm when i'm testing drivers thinking about buying one but like just looking at it on the screen i'm like oh that's i don't know if i like that damn i sort of like it (laughs) looks so different uh yeah yeah uh, okay, so then let's move on to Mizuno. All right, Mizuno, they got some brand new drivers, uh, STX. Zach, tell, you're not, you're like shaking your head. I don't even know Mizuno dropped a driver. Like, I don't think of them of a as a driver brand. They make incredible irons, and that's what I think of Mizuno as. So these, you know, STX, STZ drivers, I'm sure they're fine, but I wouldn't be running out to get one, and I think a lot of that is probably just because I didn't know about it. Like they're not, maybe the marketing just like wasn't there or there's not enough big time tour players that play Mizuno drivers. So you're just not aware of what's happening from that company. And so what would you compare Mizuno? Like if you had to compare it to a car brand, how would you feel? Uh, it'd probably be like a brand that I, I don't think of very often. That's like still solid in the industry. still a big player. I don't know, like a Volvo or something. How about how about Subaru? Because like Subaru is sol- so solid for like what they're known for, which is like you know the four wheel drive Outback or or you know whatever Cross Trek, the Forester. Like, but they actually make other cars, um, and it's kind of like Mizuno. Like they have the some of the like top tier irons in the world. They're known as like the best feeling irons you could hit but they also make drivers, so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good. I mean, they also make golf balls, too, and wedges and putters. It's just, you're right. Like, they're known for their irons, and everything else is just, like, I don't know. Maybe they're not as I'm sure they're just as good, right? They can't be bad. Well, that's the thing, right? All these drivers, the technology is pretty similar. They're all designed in a lot, like, same, pretty similar materials, they there's not a ton of difference. And so, yeah, it's probably a really good driver. It's just, mm. we don't know about it. I see. Uh, okay, let's move on to the big three. All right, let's start off with Callaway. I think Callaway, a uh, lot of people really like their, uh, you know, a lot of people really like their equipment, but they are not as prestigious in a lot of people's eyes compared to TaylorMade or Tylus, right? And part of it is because of like the pre-owned segment, I think, sort of devalues their brand a little. Uh, but nonetheless, they still have great athletes, right? They got John Rahm and Sorsem, and they recently signed Good Good. But like, I'm just thinking about Tylus. They got Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas, Max Homa. I just think of them as a different level from except for john rom besides john rom actually i'm not sure who they have on the men's side xander but yeah it's like kind of interesting because that's kind of the perception i have too but if you look at the i don't have the numbers in front of me but i imagine 
like the market share Callaway has is just like massive. Like I think their technology is probably just as good as like the other big two, TaylorMade and Titleist. And maybe it's just I don't know. Do they have their hands in like too many different things with like Top Golf or Five Iron or uh, they just signed like a bunch of creator or influencers like Good Good. And so maybe their like brand says I'm more for the casual person, even though their technology is very high. Whereas like TaylorMade Titleist branding is like we're the elite company. And so maybe Cal is just trying to be too like for everyone or something. And that's why these clubs that are probably just as good as the other ones maybe aren't perceived as, uh, you know, as good a driver. But these paradigms look pretty nice. This like 360 degree chassis, all this carbon, a lot quicker. I mean, it seems like they're pushing the boundary a bit. Lots of AI. <laughs> yeah, from the videos that I've seen of the testing, like a lot of people hit these drivers far, right? Like they're performing really well. I think the photos, they look nice, but for some reason it's not like super sexy, like maybe because it's not black, like the Titleist and the Stealth, you know, the TSRs and the TerraMade Stealth, but uh, the blues and the sun, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it looks better in person. Yeah, I was going to say the blues, like, at first when I would see them, like, on social media, it looks really bright. And I was like, I don't know what that pattern looks kind of like a bowling ball. But now that I've seen it a bit more in, like, videos, like, reviews and stuff, it's actually darker. And I feel like it's a little more subtle. Uh, The color doesn't, like, pop out as much. And, you know, I, I might be okay with that. They're also generally like really forgiving, right? I remember in a previous episode, I was pushing Frank towards getting a Callaway and he's like, nah, bro, that's like a slight, like you calling me, <laughs> you're calling me a trash golfer if I rock a Callaway driver. <laughs> like, I don't know. You still have that opinion, Frank? Like, I think these are, I mean. <laughs> wow. I don't ever remember saying that. I'm just gonna, I, I don't remember. Are you? Is this slander, no, this is, dude? Uh, go check out episode, uh, the year-end, um, year-end, uh, what do you call it? Not like resolutions, but when we are kind of picking like our the, like, top, uh, it's like, yeah, one of the recap episodes, like top course to go to, top like goal for next year. Check it out, people. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's pretty recent. Wow. I, that's rough. I'm not going to lie. I, uh. I don't hold those beliefs. If you rock a Callaway driver, you're just as good of a player as any other, you know, players with other kinds of drivers. But there is something about someone playing with a TSR, though, that is just like, damn, that's a nice looking, like, right? Don't you feel like that's elite? And that's sort of like what you were talking about before with just like the brand perception. Before we hop to Titleist, and I know we all want to talk about Titleist, but six hundred dollars for this paradigm is that i mean they're at 50 more bucks than most of the other drivers we already listed i mean what are your thoughts like too expensive is that just like the norm now i feel like they i feel like they're trying to be on the same level as taylor made they they're they've hopped on the like carbon train they're doing a lot more marketing i think this year than i can remember recently and i think I don't know, like for like Frank was saying, a lot of people are hitting it really far, so it might be, you know, well deserved that they're that they're up there or at least trying to be up there. 
at the top of the food chain. So I feel like I'm still interested at that price point. And I think like just generally talking about Callaway, they're probably there. Like they're probably at that top of the food chain. Just like thinking about them as a business overall, like they really dominate so many aspects of golf, like not just thinking about tour players, but worldwide and like top golf is massive, huge and growing and like all they just sign good, good. And that's attracting, you know, the million plus followers that follow good, good on YouTube. They're really taking over all these other aspects of golf that aren't necessarily just like the top tour players. And so I think Callaway is like really crushing it as a brand. I think their driver is really solid. Uh, I think, yeah, I guess for us three, there's a little bit of marketing there that or per- brand perception that maybe isn't aligned with Taylor made and Titleist yet, but yeah, they're, they're probably just, they're right there. I kind of feel like they're on the up, like, like we we've talked about it before they were like huge during like the big bertha driver era and then they kind of went down but i I don't know in my mind they're kind of coming back up i'm i'm really intrigued what car company do you think callaway is in i think they're like a leading car company that's about technology quite a bit and they're willing to take some risks and challenges in like other aspects of golf, as I mentioned, like Top Golf, for example. So, and I kind of thought of Tesla just because they're different and a, like a, a leader in the electric space. But I'm sure there's other good brands that could also fit. I think that makes a lot of sense, right? Because they, I'm not sure, but I feel like Teslas they probably depreciate pretty quickly, and with Callaway's in two years, you're going to see it at the pre-owned shop for, you know, 250 bucks. And so when you said, is it worth 600 bucks? In my mind, I'm saying like, no, like just give me a year and then it's going to be off 200 bucks. Another year, it's going to be off another hundred bucks. So, um, isn't that most drivers though? But these are like brand new though. I don't think you could buy brand new, like stealth for, I don't know. I might be wrong. I, well, I guess when TaylorMade was coming out with like two, three drivers a year, then it it was like that. But also going back to the Tesla comparison, I I think like maybe in the same way that like we talked about Callaway had their heyday and then they kind of went down a little bit. Like you know Tesla was like the big like all electric car, and then now there's other ones out there, and it, it kind of feels like they, I don't know. Recently they've been like. I don't want to say they're coming back up, but they've been in the news a lot with Elon Musk and all his stuff. And, you know, there's SpaceX out there and all that. And I mean, I guess that's kind of similar to Callaway, too. And, you know, Callaway's involved in like uh, Top Golf and, and everything. And Elon Musk is also involved in SpaceX and, you know, Twitter, whatever. He's he's out there as a as a businessman to not just making electric cars. Okay. Correction, Teslas, they do not depreciate quickly. Actually, they depreciate slower. So wrong wrong uh, assessment there. We'll just put that as a side note. All right, guys, I got a question. I ran into an old buddy of mine this past weekend, and he's trying to pick up golf. And he's asking for club recommendations. You guys are single-digit handicaps. You're avid players. What do you think I should tell him? Dude, has he heard of Robin Golf? Oh, yeah, man. Robin Golf, huge fan. They make great clubs for beginners and those looking to improve their game. Honestly, most discount starter sets suck. Robin is high quality, better technology, and uses the same materials as the top-of-the-line brands, but at an affordable price. And they're really easy to hit. The sweet spot is huge. 
They make great cavity back irons. They have adjustable drivers. Everything you need in a starter set package. Yeah, and they offer men's, women's, and juniors clubs, which all come in this super sick looking matte black color. They come in 13 club sets or a nine club set if you just want the essentials. Bag and head covers are included. You should definitely have your buddy check them out. Free shipping and free returns if he wants them and a lifetime guarantee. Ooh, okay. This was supposed to be for him, but you got me interested. Robin Golf, I like it. Hit that link in this podcast episode's description for all the juicy details. Okay, so can we talk about Tylus now? Like, that's the driver that I want to be fit into. All right. The TSRs. So what do, what do you guys think about the Tylus drivers? I think they're great. They're also 600 bucks for these TSR drivers, but they just look so sleek. They look so nice, so good at approach. I, I mean, I think they put out a new driver every year that is longer and faster and straighter, and they're doing it all without some of the kind of flashy like language around carbon and everything. They still kind of have like a titanium driver here that a bunch of tour players use and rock and win with. No Lane Up now is a partner with Titleist, which is a huge deal. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of the, the Titleist TSR drivers. Do you think when people go into a driver fitting, most people want to be fit into a Titleist driver? No, actually. I think TaylorMade has kind of solidified their place as a strong woods and metals company. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times when if I'm like, at a golf store when I would take lessons at golf tech and could hear like, you know, people talking, I feel like a lot of people asked about TaylorMade. I think the general like average golfer thinks TaylorMade first for drivers. I think if you're like a long time player, that's really into it, then you might lean a bit more Titleist just cause it's like OG and classic. So who leans into Callaway then? Sorry to go back to Callaway, but <laughs> you know, if you're new, you want TaylorMade. I can see why. You know, it's nice and flashy. Titleist is OG. I think Callaway dominates the women's space, actually. They have a ton of really mm. strong um, women's players that rock Callaway. I, I'll be honest, though. Like, when I hit the Rogue from last year, it, w- it was performing better than any of the other drivers that I hit, which included the Stealth. So if the Paradigm is good, like the numbers are good and everything, I might go that way. Rogue. I mean, I'm also curious why they didn't make a Rogue 2. Yeah, yeah. Like, was it not selling well? Did they have to change their yeah the perspective and like, okay, we got something flashy new because people didn't like the Rogue or I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I think they're, yeah, it's strange. I, I'm... I mean, for Callaway, like, it feels like every year they sort of switch up, like, how they name things. First of it was, like, the Epic Flash, as long as I can remember, um, four years ago. And that was the Maverick. And then it's the Rogue. The Rogue was confusing because they had another line, which was called the Rogue, uh, which was for, like, super forgiving uh, higher handicaps. And then it made their main line, and now it's the Paradigm. And, yeah, I'm not sure. And that's... In comparison to TaylorMade, which it seems like every two years they change it completely from the Sim, Sim 2, now it's Stealth and Stealth 2. Um, but speaking of which, but before we get into that, Tylus, what car company would you compare Tylus to? Porsche. Dude, 
Porsche is like literally on another level from all the other car brands that you've talked about. I just think his Titleist is the leading driver in, in golf. And so I also think of Porsche as being one of the leading car brands. Damn, Aaron, do you agree with that? I mean, if you think about like Titleist, to me, Titleist, the like main product they have is the golf balls. They're like, everyone knows Titleist makes the best golf balls. And with Porsche, like, they make, you know, if you're looking for a sports car, like, a Porsche is, like, right up there. You always have to consider that. So, I mean, I could agree with it as the brand. Titleist driver, I don't necessarily agree, but, you know, whatever, to each his own. Okay, you know what? Zach is a Titleist stand. I think he is. But you know what? Look at the athletes. I have a tailor-made driver. I got the Stealth. But yes, I am a huge Titleist stand, but I also think they make some of the best clubs in the business. And like you said, great balls. They probably have the most amount of wins on tour if you're looking at like equipment sponsorships and like wins. And they're just like a classic brand that's been doing it at an elite level for so many years. Okay, like name... Okay, so pick which team you would rather have. All right, you could have this team, which is John Rahm, Xander, Sam Burns, Mark Leishman, Siwoo Kim, Francesco Molinari, Danny Willett, or you could have Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, Will Zalatoris, Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley. Like, which one would you rather have, right? Wait, what are you naming? I think they're they're players that play that are signed by those brands, right? Exactly. But but which part of the brands? And, like, Cantley, if you just saw the news, like, last week, he got dropped by his equipment sponsors, like, all of them. Do you really? He says, uh... Yeah, he was at Cap... Or, like, at least on his clothes. He was, like, rocking plane stuff at Kapalua. Mm. And there was speculation it was a live thing, like, him going to live this year. Whoa. But, I mean, who knows? Wait, that makes no... S- Actually, that makes some sense. But I'm saying, like, these are... Athlete sponsored by Titleist, though, right? Patrick Cantley, he plays Titleist irons. He plays Titleist balls. Scotty Scheffler, I think he plays whatever he wants, but, like, Will Zalatoris, Justin Thomas. Hmm? Scheffler is a tailor-made guy. I think he uses... Uh, doesn't he use a Scotty? He's in the tailor-made ads, though. Maybe it's different parts of his bag, or, like, he definitely plays a Stealth. And he's in all their ads. Maybe he plays a Titleist ball. He definitely uses a Titleist ball, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. What's in the bag? Sky Shuffler. Oh, yeah. He uses Vokey Wedges. He uses Sky Cameron Putter. Yeah, I guess it's uh, he's more of like a free agent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if free agent's the right word because he's definitely got some big deal with TaylorMade, so he's in all their advertising. But I get what you mean. He's a bit of a... He's playing a couple of different teams here. All right, and then let's find let's round it off with Team Taylor Made. All right, <clears throat> you got the Rorys, you got the Collins, and now you got the Tiger. I mean, yeah, you have the Tiger. Tiger Woods is Team Taylor Made. So, what do you think about Taylor Made's new driver, the Stealth Two? What was really funny is there was a video on Taylor Made's like social media today, and it was Tiger Woods holding the Stealth Two. In like 30 seconds, he was trying to describe what was new about the club. And he was basically like, oh, it has like this cool red line on the back and has like a nice glossy finish, but it looks very similar to the Stealth. It has this like carbon face, but 
that also looks like the previous stealth and then finally at the end he says oh but it's more forgiving so it's definitely better and it was like all the comments were basically like even tiger woods can't tell the difference between the stealth one and the stealth two and i think that's like what's going on here they're both like really solid drivers but it's a very incremental increase in like the technology it's maybe a tiny bit faster maybe a tiny bit more forgiving but it looks very similar it's still got that red face that black um like top i think it's a really solid club but i don't see a ton of difference between the stealth 2 and stealth 1 at least from just like a, a visual perspective and from reading a little bit about the club online yeah so aaron if you had to pin a car company to the stealth that well you know what would you say i was thinking bmw it's like you know tried and true luxury car top of the line you know like when people think of luxury cars people often think of bmws the same with like we were saying when people think of drivers a lot of times they think of tailor-made and you know bmws are kind of pricey for what they are the tailor-made drivers are pretty pricey too so yeah maybe bmw yeah i think they're definitely the flashiest and the people who use them are like, tend to be flashy aka you know zach <laughs> and then, so it's like people who drive bmws man <laughs> i have a subaru bro well zach i know you have <laughs> night air jordan golf shoes that you're gonna rock so i mean makes sense oh, yeah. we also talked about the dents in the faces a little bit of the stealth ones and you know bmws have been known to have maintenance issues too Ooh, facts. Wait, tell us about that frank yeah so this carbon face right it's it's very nice it looks nice um but it's very unreliable and on reddit there's a lot of people who have had cracks or just degradation of the face uh maybe because the material it's just not titanium it's not like as uh, resilient as the carbon i mean but it's i'm sure it's not a big issue right i'm sure your stealth is gonna be just fine and you also started with that rattly screw on that first one right yeah i had a small issue there was some of that epoxy or whatever the glue inside that started rattling when i first got it but haven't had any issues since hitting hitting it pure man hitting it pure and it goes really fast bmws go fast so boom perfect comparison all right so this year this i want to ask you a question so aaron you're gonna shop for a new driver you know which driver do you want to be fitted into and which one do you think you'll be fitted into which driver do i want to be fitted into after this pod i kind of want to be fit into a title list but what i think potentially might happen because of testing the drivers last year i'm really interested to see what the numbers on the paradigm are because the rogue was the best for me in terms of distance and forgiveness and I don't know if the paradigm is just an improvement on that it might be really good for me and why did you not purchase the rogue last year what was the you know did you just want to wait another year or no it wasn't like big enough of an improvement i hit right now i have the um r1 from like man it's like 10 years ago and i still hit it fine it was probably like eight maybe yeah like eight yards on average like further total distance eight to ten but like to spend that much money 
on it and i wasn't like fully sold like i don't know something about it i wasn't fully sold so i i i don't know we'll see but but this year i feel like my swing i also was working on my swing a lot and my swing is really coming together 2023 i think is the year for a new driver hell yeah all right zach same question to you you, you know you got a new one but if you had to redo it this year which one do you think you would be fit into and which one do you want to be fit into i probably have the same same answer i mean i think i want to be fitted into titleist because the rest of my bag is titleist and it'd be nice to just have an all titleist bag i think from a forgiveness point of view i think the callaways always do really he- well in that that uh metric and so driver is like a weak spot for my game and i think having a more forgiving driver is probably the the best for me so i'd probably be fitted into a callaway as well mm. uh i mean for me i hope i get fit into a ping i think the pings they're a little bit different i like i said i like the raised surface on the crown i mean i think they they look fine uh it's like you said it's like a confidence thing and i know that pings are one of the they are probably the most forgiving drivers out there and that's why they're so popular on tour that's why they're so popular for the everyday golfers um and do i think i will be fit into a ping yeah probably because i need the most forgiving driver so they would probably they would obviously give me the ping then i can see that (laughs) all right uh any last remarks on these drivers then i just hope we get to try them out soon i know they just hit the the shelves like today or yesterday and you can actually go test them out in store. So pretty pumped for that. Cool, cool. Well, thanks everyone listening for this episode on drivers. Hope that if you do want to get new clubs that you do go and get fitted because, I mean, I think it I think it shows. Like people know which drivers are unforgiving and which are, which ones go longer, which ones go shorter. And within each brand, there's, ver- there's a lot of variance as well. And they're all... There's so much R&D into each of these drivers that's worth your time to go and, um, you know, figure out which one's the best for you. So with that, thank you for listening, and then we'll see you guys next time.